I'm Father Ralph, and you're in the Red Room. Tonight, we're going to hear from Holden Welter, freshman, Northern Virginian, and flag football player. Next, we'll hear from Anthony Kafel, Stead's mailman par excellence. And we'll have good news and weather with Henry Bergstrom. I'm Father Ralph with my co-host, Nate McKeon, and all of this is happening now in the Red Room. Nate! Father Ralph, how are we? Oh, I'm doing well. As am I. It's always great to be back here in the Red Room. Well, it's yeah. always good to be seen. No, I'm of course, glad you're here. Of course. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Yes. Well, you know, tonight is actually a really special night here. It's really? Nice. Why is that, Father? Well, tonight is, well, November 30th, and November 30th is St. Andrew's Day. And St. Andrew was the apostle who we hear about in St. John's Gospel. Of course. Who ran into Jesus, the Messiah. And he had a very particular, special, I guess, part in the life of Father Soren. Wow. And this is the very night that St. Edward's opened up. Oh, my back word. Back in 1882. November 30th, 1882. Was the first night that Stead's open. We're recording on history right now. We are adding to history. Wow. As a good friend told me, he says, you're just adding another chapter to the stories. The long history of St. Ed's. Yeah, we do that every week. Yeah, we we try. Tonight's a bit more special. Tonight, yeah. And the funny thing is, is folks will will say like, well, how do we know this? Well, actually, um, well, actually, a lady told me that she had something special for me. What was that? Well, it was a package that contained... A document that had an accounting of everything that happened on the very first night at St. Ed's, the opening night, November 30th, 1882. And they have all the speeches that people gave from Father Soren and all the other guests, the antics of the kids, the menu that was served, all that stuff. Wow. Well, I'm sure the antics were, you know, the the kids were in high spirits. Do you know what, what, off the top of your head, what what was served that night? Uh, You know, they had a French course Ooh. that was served yes it was all in french mm. and it was a french yes french wow. menu so i take it the popeyes here in town had not been opened up then, no or, then. nor the olive garden wow well well yeah. i feel bad for them a little bit but yes. i'm sure it was great yes yes mm. yes yes but you know they always say it got better after that indeed exactly. it indeed it did it, yeah indeed it yeah. did so tonight is a special night for us to do this wow well this podcast. even better this is great you know when it rains it pours mm-hmm. but you know what else it's been pouring flex points Oh, right you are, Father. Yeah. We're getting to that time in the semester where people look at their account balances and realize, holy smokes, how am I going to get rid of all of these flex points yeah. before the semester ends? Father, everybody wants to know, how do you plan to get rid of yours? How many do you have? Well, that, well, that's a great that's a great question, but I need to, I think we need to tell people out there, flex points is like that, that funny money right. that the university gives when you buy a dining hall plan so if you buy like a dining hall plan a you get five hundred dollars in five funny money yes if you buy plan b you get seven hundred fifty dollars in funny money if you get plan c you get a thousand and so on and so on you know i'm you know it goes like that and you can use this you know to eat at other campus eateries you go over to the huddle and you can buy all these things chips groceries groceries. three times up charge deodorant yeah Yeah. i never I never bought such expensive deodorant in my life. <laughs> well, it's a good stuff. It's degree. Mm, degree, yes, yeah. $12. <laughs> well, 
12 degree sport. So, oh, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. It's kind of like getting the like the, the the extra like tail fin on the PT cruiser. Exactly. Which you got the sports package. Yeah. Just you've been upgraded. That's now right. pay for it. <laughs> that's right. So uh, that's a great question. Uh, how am I going to get rid of my flex points? Well, the funny thing is, is I've get I don't have any anymore. What? I, I take I took people out to lunch. Oh, I was I, I was nervous for a second that you stopped getting them. And I thought, no, the rector of Saint Ed's Hall no. didn't even get his flex points. Well, no, I need those wow. flex points. You're selfless. Taking people out to lunch. Where? Where do you take them out? Where do you spend these flex points? Oh, you know, go to Roars, mm. Au Pan after two p.m. Oh, when you get the French. snacks for free, exactly. you know, half yeah, price. <laughs> There's nothing better than a, a slightly stale croissant. Ooh. From Albon Pan at 2 p.m. Mm, I, but you yeah. know what? You know what the victory is? I paid half price. <laughs> I didn't pay full price. Who's the winner now? Yeah, MVP. Marie Antoinette, take that. <laughs> let them have croissants. Yeah, exactly. Now let me ask you: How are you getting rid of your flex mm. points? You know, actually, uh, I'm kind of on the same track as you. I still have a, a few flex points left, but I've been a little uh, generous in my spending this semester, going to you know to all the camp series, ABP, like you said. Roars, Modern Market, all of a sudden I find myself with just enough flex points to last the rest of the semester. Oh, so. I see. So, so you've been taking yourself. Yeah, no to one these else. Points. Okay, no, no, oh, no. so yeah. you're not like me. Very unlike you. Yes, yes. and you still have money left, too. I do. I've got. Oh, you know, okay. Uh, so you're not me. I know Ralph Hague, Father Ralph Hague, and you are no Father <laughs> Ralph Hague. <laughs> Am I in a presidential debate? <laughs> oh, boy. Who am I? What am I doing here? <laughs> Admiral Stockdale. Exactly. But, uh, I'll, you know, I, I plan on blowing them all probably during finals week when the stress is high mm, and, uh, and yes. the prices are higher. That's right. And can you believe it, folks? We are on the cusp of the conclusion of this semester. It just seemed to have started. Yeah, amen. I thought, you know, I, I put my head down on the pillow. It was September, and now it's December. Yeah. It's and. I just can't believe it. You know what? Lay off the melatonin, Nate. Yeah, well, you know, it helps me sleep, Father. <laughs> Doctor says it's good for you. Well, me. you try a glass of wine. <laughs> it's natural. You don't have to twist my arm. <laughs> I, you know, I can't believe it. It's like the kids were getting here, and now we're soon going to be like, get out of here, kids. Yeah, scram. Christmas break is coming up. Classes end next week. Holy cow. It's crazy. And, you know, I'm sure all the students are, are especially our freshmen, are a bit nervous about their, their first Well, you know, no, 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 no. Don't start this distraction because <laughs> let's, let's turn the mirror back on you, Mr. Golfer. Oh, oh he was playing golf. He was playing golf. Oh, Never yeah, yeah. opening, a, cracking opening a law book. They and have, now, yeah. I think now it's time to pay the piper. And pay the piper I will, Father. And I am and the greens fees. Doing, that's right. Yeah. Well, uh, I think, honestly, good for my GPA. All the golf courses in town have shut down because of the weather. And mm. they're, they're closed for the season, so I have no choice but to blow the dust off those books, crack them open for the first time, and uh, let's see if we can't eke out a couple B-pluses here this semester. Mm. Just enough to get by. You know? I see. So you're not going after Latin honors like your brother. Oh, well, uh, you know, I don't want to disparage Peter, but... I'm in a bit of a more secure uh, situation as far oh, as the Latin honors go. I got so you. Okay. Oh, can, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm I sorry. I can afford a, a few whiffs here or there. I got you. That's hence all the golf. I see. And can you tell us, is possession really nine-tenths of the law? It sure is, Father. Mm. And some, some, some might say it's ten-tenths of the law. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get back to you when I pass, if I pass the Yes. Yeah, well, that's we'll that's what's going on, right? That's a big thing. It sure is. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of big things, Father. Oh, yes. Law. Oh, we, 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 are we getting a blimp? 
Yeah, it's good here. Yeah, it's gonna be floating right above all, all uh, during finals week. Yeah, I like to go, I like to go up there and get a little breath of fresh air. You know, <laughs> I can't afford going all the way to space, exactly. like Buzz Aldrin, <laughs> and open up the door and get a little fresh air. Well, you know, maybe uh, next Notre Dame day we can get the lift. But <laughs> okay. um, I'm talking about something else, something bigger. What something are you talking more about? More formal, Saint Ed's bow ties. Oh here. yes, and and the, the sale are the sales are happening. They're through the roof. Can you tell our listeners a bit more about? What's going on with the St. Ed's bow tie? Well, I can tell you right now that we have a working link so you can order it. <laughs> huzzah! <laughs> yeah, huzzah! <laughs> uh, you know, I, 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 Google is over-engineered. Mm. And that order sheet that we sent out was only allowing people who were part of the organization to order. Mm. And someone drew it to my attention like, it's not working. And I was like, what do you mean it's not working? Let me correct it. I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, you know? So you fix it, and then then you thought you fixed it, and then it wasn't fixed, and it still wasn't, you know, like. The Lord, machines are turning against Lord, us. help us. Yeah. You know, like, we're just trying to peddle, you know, couture, one-of-a-kind bow ties. High-quality silk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you got it. Yeah, well, you got it. It's, it's, it's a couture tie, a bow tie, um, using a classic design of... Uh, John Wetzel, who designed the first bow tie. Wow. And that tie is a woven silk tie with crowns and 1882 all in gold against a green backdrop. Now, if you don't like bow ties, if you're not Southern, hmm. you got it. We got ties, ties. Oh, okay. You yeah. can do a half Windsor or a full Windsor. For the Yankees, Joe. For the Yankees, yeah. yes, yes. Mm, and wow. I, I, yes. So- Really, there's no excuse not to get one. If you there's, get both. Yeah, there's no excuse not to look dapper. Exactly, especially with the holidays coming up. Exactly. Who doesn't? I mean, mm-hmm. like, this works anywhere. Yeah, exactly. It's always in season. Father, I know you can't wear a tie that often. I, I mean, cannot. You can't ever. But no. if you could, would you be a bow tie man or a regular tie man? Oh, I think I have to be a tie. Yeah. Okay. I know. I'm not... I'm Humble not, Nebraska. Yeah, yeah, you know, we. I wear a bolo, to be honest. Yeah, you know, bolo was, tie. Maybe that'll be in the next order. You know? Stead's bolo. Bo- Stead's bolos. <laughs> Let me tell you. I, I, one year, I think John Wetzel also wanted to do a Stead's uh, big uh, brass uh, oh, belt buckle. Belt buckle? Wow. Yeah. That'd be nice. I had to draw really? the line on that. It's like, yeah, ah, it's a very niche uh, niche market. Yeah, we might get a couple orders. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, but that's big know, news. Yeah, you're yeah. right. But yeah. Well, I, we would be amiss if we didn't. Uh, sorry, we miss if we didn't um, bring up the biggest news. Are you going to go there, Nate? I'm, I'm going there, and I'm going even further. You know, far. only Nixon could go to China, and only <laughs> Nate McKeon could go here, folks. We're going there. Brian Kelly is leaving or has left Notre Dame to coach the LSU Tigers. Wow! And it's been all the buzz around campus. Yes. Folks are panicking. Folks are not panicking. There's speculation about who the next coach is going to be. And, Father, what's your take on the whole situation? Well, I say uh, good luck to him, um, and may his memory be a blessing. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a fleeting memory, if that. <laughs> uh, I say good riddance as, as well. It, it, it's a salutary exercise, this, and it, it might hurt now, but I think it's all for the best. Yeah. He, well, was, never our, our, he was never a Notre Dame guy. No, I, I, he, he hit that proverbial ceiling, didn't he? Exactly. You know, he just he, kept hitting it. Yeah, he hit it and he hit it and he hit. It. He couldn't break through, you know. And uh, you know, it's kind of like you know, he couldn't get that that vaccine made. You know, couldn't get that breakthrough. Exactly. And we just were like in pandemic land, you know, twenty four seven. And you know, maybe that's a little too soon. But I do want to say he did say it best in his press conference when someone says, "How do you feel being the winning winningest coach?" 
Mm. He says, well, I might have the most wins as a coach, but I don't have a national championship. You're right, yeah. BK. Uh, you think? Yeah. Huh. So he basically just talked himself out of the door with uh, that one. I think I he think made so. the, the strongest argument against him. I think he was laying down the cards. He's like, folks, I'm leaving, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Toodles. You should have seen that. Yeah, right when that comment was yeah. made. Well, I mean, you go that. off to some bayou and you go yeah, find down him. there. Go luck down. Yeah. You know, get all get all the Popeyes you want down uh, there. Exactly. Yeah. Love that chicken and Popeyes. Now, yes, but you know, I want. I, you know what I want? What's that? I want to start a campaign. Ooh. Will you join me, Nate? I got to hear what it is first, Father. Will you join me in my crusade? Will you join Father Ralph in this crusade? To move that this university truly vacate those 21 wins as per that NCAA uh, resolution that where we ran into a few problems yeah, a couple yeah. of years ago. If we vacate those wins, what happens then? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Brian Kelly will no longer be the coach at Notre Dame with the most wins. Oh, wow. You know, I like where your head's at. Uh, who would be the most winningest coach at Notre Dame then? The one, the only, the one who received his first communion here at St. Ed's, Newt Rockney. Hallelujah, Lord. The father of Notre Dame football. Oh, yeah. This is only fitting. Kelly's out the door. We vacate the wins. You know, we only do what's right. The you NCAA know? recommended it. Yes. It's, we're just doing justice. You know it's what it is? Thing. You know what it is, Nate? It's what business people call a win-win. Oh, I agree. What do you know? <laughs> it really is true. We vacate the wins. Vacate. To reach a win-win situation. Yeah, we'll, we'll vacate in order to advance. Like, we're, yeah, we're retreating in order to advance. Exactly. I it sounds that. funny. It's increasing at a decreasing rate. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. General Grant did it all the time, and, and he, he succeeded. Yeah. So, you know. And he's on the $50 bill. He sure is. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to be. I don't think Brian Kelly's going to be on any dollar bill anytime soon. I don't think so either. No. no. So, yes, Father, I will join you in this crusade. Thank and you. And I hope all of our listeners join us in the crusade. Right, we need to start this crusade. Put Rockney back on top. It is yes. the house that he built here. Yeah, exactly. I, I, yeah. I, I, I could go up that hill. Oh, yeah. Many a time. Yes, and I think we will. Now, can we broach another subject while we've oh, gone this way? Part? Yeah, please. May I ask, who do you think should be the next coach? Oh, I think, uh, you know, it should be none other than, than the St. Ed's story coach, Father Ralph Hay. Oh, I'm Nate. sitting right next oh, to him here. Oh, yeah. Folks, you saw his photos from the championship game with the Stetson on, and I think it's time he threw that Stetson into the ring. You know, I'm, I'm in Nebraska. I like to play in the background, you oh, know, to be the, right, the coach right. behind the coach. Uh, but thank you for that vote of confidence. But I, I, I am confident that we are looking for the best coach, and we're going to find that coach uh, wherever he may be, even if he's in the Pop Warner Leagues. Amen. And and, and we're, it, he's going to do great things with our program. He's going to make players better than they are, and we're going to have more players in the NFL. Um, and we can watch. We won't, we there won't be a game we, we we can watch on NFL that won't have a Notre Dame player. Here, on, here, you know. Yes, so, I agree wholeheartedly, Father. Yes. It's going to be raining NFL players. <laughs> so. Perfect. Well, you know what? I think we need to get on with our show. I agree, Father. Let's do it. Let's get it on. Nate, I think it's time for our first guest. Let's bring him in. And here he is. It's Holden Welter. From Northern Virginia, Holden, welcome to the Red Room. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Are you? Yeah, I am. Okay, of course I am. Okay, good. Okay, okay. If, if Nate believes you, I believe you too. That's right. Uh-huh. You know, Nate does. Yes. Now, Holden, how I got to ask, how are you doing 
after that stinging yet controversial loss to the seniors in the Rex Sports Flag Football Championship. I mean, look, it was disappointing. It is just flag football, but for me, I'm a very competitive person. No, you don't say. Yeah, mm. I mean, as you can tell, as you know. All Notre Dame students are. That's right. Not like me. Not like me. <laughs> oh, 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 Head and shoulders above oh, oh. the rest, folks. So, go ahead, sorry. But, I mean, we knew we were the better team. We just didn't play our way. Mm. I mean, not me, but I, I played fine. <laughs> so, 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 like, in true Notre Dame fashion, you played down to the competition. Yeah, yeah. that sounds like a team I, I know. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. And, you know, you know, Nate, here in the Red Room, we never shy away from controversy. No, certainly. And uh, we're going to delve into this controversial loss and mm-hmm. home experience. We sure will. Uh, because we were there. I was there. You were there, right? Yes, you were, Yeah, you were oh, there. Yeah, I watched it all. Yeah. Nate, i got to ask, how do you get over a tough loss? Well, two words, Father. Carbo loading. It's a big pasta fest after a tough loss, and uh, you know, no better place for that than the Olive Garden. Mm. Father, how do you get over tough losses? Well, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know because I'm always a winner. Oh, that's always right. a winner. Always that's a winner. You know, yeah, I hit Does the jackpot after so many years of just winning. Gets, no, I mean, not at all. I mean, like, look, there's controversy. We got people like Holden. I mean, like. You know, it's 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 uh, fun is just to knock a door. It's just a knock away from the door. That's right. You know, so yeah. so anyway, I, I, let's get back. To, let's get back to holding here. Holden, I got to ask, how did you become a member of this Steads team? I think it was aptly named Steads, wasn't yes, it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Very you know, creative. Yeah. How did Very. you? Yeah. Did you did you slip someone a white envelope? You know, or did you owe someone a favor? Maybe a little. <laughs> no, but they paid you. Well, he's they paid yeah, you. That's right. Yeah. yeah. They went after BK, but they went after him first. I was first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it was just all of us were like, "Do you want to play?" And I was like, "Yeah, let's play." And I just happened to be. We went undefeated up until the championship game, and then we decided to blow it. So 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 they came to you. So your your other. Classmates, you're yes, freshmen? Yes, like all the freshmen, like Jacob, Buckendorf, mm-hmm. so on and so forth, Mark, Ryan, mm-hmm. other Ryan, Casey. Ryan Casey's the quarterback, mm-hmm. but we all, but we put together a good team. So, and okay. So they well, came to you and they said, we're going to make you an offer you can't refuse. Yeah. And they weren't offering you a cannoli. They were I, can't, I can't put numbers they in the They left the cannoli. They left the cannoli, but what mm-hmm. position, what did they offer you? I, I mean, I wasn't receiver. It was kind of just like play until we figured it out, and then it was obvious I'm the receiver. As you may know, I'm the best of the best, so I was That's put on right. there, and then humble too, very humble. Wow. Okay. Well, wow. He is a humble guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Now I don't take joy in reopening old wounds, but I have to bring up that controversial play that involved you holding. Very controversial. Yes. Are you talking about the play uh, Cats that Holden started? Uh, no. <laughs> that was pretty controversial. That, no, that, that, no that, is, that is off off Broadway now. Oh, okay, fair. But we're talking about where it was happening, which was at the Notre Dame Stadium. You know, you were, well, like, I guess I was You're right, right, there. right there. I saw it happen, and I had my video camera, had my phone, Back remember the video cameras back in the day. <laughs> I had I'm dating myself yeah, here. Okay, a twenty pounder. On yeah, the exactly. NBC uh, with big peacock <laughs> on the side. No, I was right there. I was. Don't ask me why, but I had my phone out and I was filming, and you caught a ball, and you were running down the side, and you were like off to the races. You know, and folks, you can't see this, but right now I'm going to show Holden that controversial play where he was called out of bounds oh my holden what do you see here what what does this video show you 
Not look, even close to out of bounds. Look I at me. Mean, I remember that play, and I remember oh, how mad I was folks. on the sideline. Nate, look, two. Yeah, let's Nate, wait, wait, wait. No, wait. So, you, Nate, we're going to get your response here. But yeah. Like, oh, oh, look he's at that. Right no, look at that. Oh, I was clean. I took a screenshot of it, too, and just to prove to myself that I wasn't out, and I was not here. As long as you know. Yeah, you were right off to the races. I this, saw that. This is where they called me out. Oh, oh, oh my well, God! We were talking Here. about white envelopes earlier. Exactly, yeah. so, there might be something else. Well, throughout that game, I they had a bunch of unnecessary contact calls. I mean, a couple oh, of them boy. were deemed, or but just like running in the line, and then they just called it against us. We got a pick, and they called unnecessary, not unnecessary reference. I forget what the illegal contact or some call, mm. and it was just called the pick was called back. Their ball still. So oh. this call, they called you out. Mm-hmm. It stopped you from you were already down there going scoring. out for a touchdown, yeah. and that would have put you had put seven points on the. On I think the, we threw a pick two plays later too. Yeah, oh, I mean, like right. wow, this is just it, it was like you know one of those things that you threw the, the proverbial wrench into the into the. That's into right. The that's right. Mm-hmm. And isn't it always how it goes that the losses that are the hardest to accept are the ones where you lose not because of your talent, Holden, oh, but because yeah. of the calls of the referee. Oh, never my talent. Poor child. Poor, poor, poor child. child. Poor Holden, this isn't the only time you uh, had to deal with referees, is it? Yeah, no. I'm. I get a little too involved with referees sometimes. Oh, is that so? Could you could yeah. you could you tell us an anecdotal story? Well, for our, for I remember what was it? Two years ago, I'm a, I play soccer. I'm a big soccer player. So two oh, you years are. ago. Oh, oh, he plays football. Yeah. Mm. football. Oh, wow. So two years ago, oh. it was a tournament game. I, this was like the worst referee mm. I ever had. Mm. I said something like the ref was going to give the other coach a red card, I think, or a yellow. And I say like something like, "What the f is she doing?" And then she turns around and just sticks up the red card to me. I'm out of the game. That's oh, it. Boy. Oh, that my was the gosh. worst refing I've ever seen. Well, oh wow! Well, potty mouth on the field. I mean, well, I, and off the field. That's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. In the red room, but oh well. Um, hey, you know, but Holden, I I, I want to say, and 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 the and the listeners, you can't see this, and I didn't film this, but I remember that you were very very graceful after that controversial play was called and that you you didn't go out there and you didn't throw a tantrum like like coach kelly would with oh, players. Like, sometimes you it's didn't like you didn't you didn't that. turn purple oh, like yeah. he would the yeah. famous image you know i'm not kicking a man when he's gone but you know i'm just saying <laughs> you handled it very gracefully better than others on my team i remember others on my team were screaming and then mm. the whole game and i was just like those refs are already god awful, so when they get to a point where they're that awful, there's nothing you can do. Mm, well, so, good for you. Well, you know what? I think we all have something to learn from Holden's de- That's right. <laughs> comportment uh-huh. and demeanor. Let's emulate that. Uh, yeah, I don't know about you. that. No. Well, what are you saying? I'm a liar? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> he's just that humble. That's, That's right. what he's uh-huh. saying. He's, he's just that humble, folks. Competitive, that humble. Kid, that kid from Northern Virginia. <laughs> he is, keep those Virginia boys down. He, he, he is just so genteel. <laughs> I tell you. Uh, <laughs> fiddlesticks. <laughs> but, Holden, uh, you said you played soccer. Mm-hmm. Or football, as yeah. they say in Europe. Um, so, uh, wait. Now, you were in the rec sports flag football mm-hmm. championship. But are you also... The rumor says that you guys were in, like, in the hunt for the rec sports... Soccer. We were for the for the winter league. We were, but then me and Dave. I play club soccer here too. So me and Davis left for nationals, and then we lost one zero in the indoor league for playoffs. 
which was apparently a brutal loss. Oh my gosh! So so you left to go to another soccer yeah. team hmm. and left your stead soccer not, team. Not my choice. <laughs> awfully familiar. Wow! It doesn't Wait, you sounds like hundred million dollars to do so? Oh. Yeah, it sounds like overtones of BK. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking Burger King here, folks. <laughs> no. Oh okay. my gosh, we wow. have the modern day BK wow. right here. I, I'm still coming back. Like I'm still here oh. for Steads. Mm. Oh, oh, of course, okay. yeah. For the yeah. spring to pick I'm, up the pieces, right. yeah. Yeah. Uh, the broken yeah. hearts. <laughs> he just left his gym bag here. That he's just coming back for the week. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, exactly. If, bad yeah, he went out to get a pack of cigarettes. Right. You know? He said he was coming back. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I, so you're out of the national. You're out of the rec sports yeah. championship. Okay, now you're also. What about the nationals? For the pool, we, yeah. I mean, so our bracket was very hard. We played the national championship team. We were the only team that tied them all year. They went 16-0-1, and we mm-hmm. tied them 0-0, wow. which was kind of huge. That's quite a battle. Yeah. Mm. Well, who else was on that team? Who helped, you know, was on your team, your uh, Stead Soccer Stead team? Soccer. Oh, for Stead Soccer, Patty yeah. Foss was a big contributor. Whoa! Oh, fellow Virginian. Yeah, Another I Virginian. I think, it, oh, the well, the South is on the move That's again. That's right. Wow, Patty Foss. Virginia boys do it right. You know? National championship yes, soccer player at UVA. Smart, competitive. And obviously, you know what? Virginians are all, you know, yeah, are all congregating. Yeah. I'm worried about it. You know, I'm from Nebraska. We, we consider ourselves part of the North. Yeah, you know, I'm worried about this sure this, 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 yeah, this southern contingent southern here. Rising here. I'm, I'm not. It's not south. It's southish. Like, okay, that's right. Uh, northern, Virginia, northern Virginia. Nova. Yeah, that's Nova. Right. Nova. That's right. But okay. Well, all right. We still like it. <laughs> yeah, of course. Now. Father, did you play soccer? Uh, yeah, I did. And, uh, you know, thank you for you opening that wound in my life. Oh. I played for my parish oh. team, St. Robert's. Did you have a mascot? Uh, the Cardinal. St. Robert's Cardinal. St. So Robert Bellamy was a oh, Cardinal. Of course, of course. And, uh, you know, one time our team was so bad, I think we were like <laughs> 0 and 11 and 1. Wow. And I always remember saying to my mom, I was like, boy, we really beat that team. And my mom said, shh. <laughs> good sportsmanship. Good sportsmanship. That's right. And get your can of Shasta. around <laughs> Shasta. Get your can of Shasta. You know, and then go. And I didn't realize until later on, like, oh my God, we were that bad. You're like, yeah, like, yeah, you were that bad. But you know, I uh, I got out of it. Now I watch it. I just that's right. It. Yeah. Now you're just so was that 0 and 11 due to you or your teammates? I you know I don't know and I can't remember. <laughs> um, it was so long ago. Back it's in the over. '80s, all I know is that oh, we yeah. were fighting the Cold War, That's and we were waiting right. with folks. <laughs> that was so important. Yeah, Ronald Reagan was president, mm-hmm. our best president. Yeah, yeah, a lot more to think about. Than and, and and soccer was soccer. not an American sport. Not at all. Oh yeah. no, no. If you were a, if you played soccer, they knew that you were a Catholic. One. <laughs> <laughs> and right. two, it's like, uh, what are you doing? That's right. It's almost un-American. Yeah, I'm exactly. sure back then too with the Cold War. Oh yeah. yeah. Now, Holden, how did you get into playing soccer? You must be good at it since I mean, played at I just played level. probably ever since I was a kid. I just got into it, played rec soccer, and then it turned into club soccer, and then just kept going from there. And I wow. loved the game, kept going with it. Wow, well, that's great. Now, what what now when you play for these club soccer teams? I have a nephew uh-huh. who also plays for his parish team, team, the same team I played for. No kidding. But he also Not plays. Too. He does, but he also plays for a club team in Omaha, Ooh. which is a higher caliber. And actually, it's funny. I've seen him over the years. He's gotten better. He's ten, and he loves playing defense. I forget, like back right defense. I play something. defense too for oh, soccer. Wow. Well, important role. And he loves it. He says, "I only want to play that. I only want to play that." And so that's the, that's what you play. Yeah, I play center back. So that's the only thing I want to play too, pretty much. Now let me ask: in all of these games, in all of the games here at Notre Dame, uh, as a part of the Stids team, uh-huh. 
Was there ever a play for when you were playing with the Sid scene, like you like came through and like, holy cow, I really changed the game, and like wow, and I would say, Nate, I'm glad that we got a hold of you on our team. That's right. For was soccer, or football, uh, soccer. Soccer. And then you go into football, too. I want to say, <laughs> I only was able to make two indoor games of the four we had. So I wouldn't say mm. anything stellar yet. Okay. Well, what about football? Yeah, let's what go about football? those highlights. Yeah. First game, I remember... Wait, wait, stop, stop. I can see it in his eyes, Nate. <laughs> every game. That's right. Every, yeah. saying, every, no, saying every no. game. Yes, uh, it is. His uh, mouth is saying the first game, but his <laughs> eyes are saying... No, no, no. I don't remember a specific play. It was like the third drive, maybe. I, it was like... I was just like... Against two. Against two. Might have been Stanford. Oh, I hate uh, it. I know. I'm glad you had a great yeah. play against them. It was just, I just told him to throw me the ball from the half field. It was just like, <laughs> I threw it up. I, he tipped, I tipped it with one hand, then caught it with my other hand with one hand and like reeled it. Acrobatic. Oh my God. That was, all, that, was wow. the, that was the highlight of my year with that. Wow. That would be a highlight of mine too. Um, yeah, me too. I might just steal I, that story. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. Tell my family I, on Christmas. Exactly. Live my, vicariously. My big play. Yeah. My one-handed catch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think get this kid for Notre Dame football. I seriously. You know, I wish. I wish. Yeah, we'll know, walk on. We have we, the playoffs. We've had players in the hall walk on. Yeah. We that had, was that's one of my biggest regrets in life, not actually playing real football. Oh, flag football's pretty real. No, don't worry. You got you got still you got time, kid. Yeah, you're young. Yeah, he's yes. You know, you want to grow one. Um, Holden. Uh, now, do you think that your flag football aspirations were hindered? By your soccer aspirations. I, what I mean by that is, I don't play, you know, and Nate knows this, I don't play racquetball anymore. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, uh, not because of my broken body, uh-huh. you know, I'm up there in age. No. But because the use of the racket in racquetball is different than that of my true passion, badminton. So if I play racquetball, then I can kiss my badminton game goodbye. And I think that's what actually helped Nate win the Shellcock Showdown. Oh, you did win that. Oh, you beat you? Yeah, he did. And it was, you know, oh. we also had some really bad officiating, and I blame Owen Faye. Owen, I have not forgotten, nor have I forgiven. We don't shy and away from controversy. No, we do not shy away from Never. controversy. <laughs> and I know where you live. But uh, <laughs> So I guess what I'm trying to say, Holden, is I'm asking you, do you think double dipping in rec sports leagues has done more damage than good? I don't think so. Because I feel like soccer goes really well with a lot of sports in terms of footwork and everything. Mm. Actually, I learned that when I, I used to play basketball and soccer very, both competitively back in the day. So, and, I, and my basketball coach, I remember, told me, he's like, keep playing soccer. It actually really helps with your basketball skill and footwork. And that it actually goes hand in hand with a lot of sports. Mm. So, yes, it was tiring, but it kept me in shape. And kept me with good footwork and everything. I see. So that's a lie you're peddling these days. That's yeah. right. Exactly. Yeah. It keeps me it's going. a darn oh, good I one. Swear, yeah. It's a darn good one. It's, it's a very Bo Jackson-esque. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can play both. Trust me. Trust yeah, me. I got <laughs> it. <laughs> I, I, I got it. I just hopped off my flight from the national game. and uh, Let me jump in the game, fellas. Here we go. That's literally what happened, though. I got back at 1130 from nationals because we slept in the airport overnight. Oh my! What do you mean slept in an airport? Because our airport oh, got one? delayed for like, and it was Atlanta. Oh, oh. It got, our, the pilots didn't show up, so then we laid in the airport, slept on the floor. We oh got, my god! We got back to campus here at eleven thirty. The game was at twelve fifty. The championship. Another excuse. Wow! Oh. Well, no wonder. Wow! You know, I think that I, I think I, that made national news. I think a gun went off. Oh yeah, that's it did. right. Yeah. How do, how does a gun go off in an airport? Apparently, I, guess it's good I don't even. I think it was some guy hiding his bag, and then he got caught with it, and he tried to grab it. Safety was off, and it went off. 
Oh, there was a big cockroach. They were shooting at a cockroach. How'd that get in there? (laughs) (laughs) Take it down. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Oh, oh, that's just terrible. You know, this is making that loss all the more stingy, doesn't it? A little bit. You know, that that bozo down there with a gun Uh, that was loaded. Came all the way back you know, here just they, to lose. They call that the butterfly yeah. effect, I think. You know? <laughs> they call it a gun in the Atlanta airport. Lost, <laughs> holding back into the left. <laughs> back into the Not left. Not me, Stads. <laughs> all right, now let's address the elephant in the room. Oh my gosh! You know what? That 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 the Chicago sky beat the Phoenix Mercury. Oh yeah, that, uh, that's that, how they got. Talk about a game you know, that was thrown. Like, Big news, but that's not what I was talking about. Oh, sure. Uh, actually, what I'm talking about is, Holden, when will we see you on the Notre Dame men's soccer team? Yes. yes. I mean, who knows? I mean, I'm still practicing with them here and there. So we'll see what happens with that. But it's just going to be, I'm not going to talk too much on it, but we'll just see what happens. Okay, I understand. I know, yeah, that. I I know what you said, like Jack Swarbrick I, in today's presser. Exactly. And, uh, exactly. You know, I got white envelopes. That's right. Uh-huh. White envelopes we standing can make by. things happen. We guess. If you need I mean, that's why I'm practicing with them, right? Yeah. <laughs> I like the way well this said. kid thinks. That kid is, he's faster in his feet right. and faster in his mind. <laughs> oh, my God. He's a good one. Yeah. He's a good one. He's, a, he, you know, he's exactly what you would expect from a Notre Dame student. Exactly. And a, Witty. Virginia. And a Virginia kid. And a Virginia kid. Yes. Yes. I got to ask one last question. We need to clean up rec sports. We do. Mm, it's a racket. It's a little bit of a racket. Yes. Don't even get me started with that because with club soccer, too, they would try to screw us over week after week with money. We almost didn't get to go to nationals because they just didn't want to give us the money. Oh, my God. Well, if, if, you, if you had to tell kids something uh-huh. when they're playing out there as you were for King and Hall mm-hmm. and for the whole big enchilada, what would you want to tell them? They always have a plan. That's all. Always they always have a plan of who's going to win, what's going to happen. Oh, oh Rex Sports, yeah. yeah. It's rigged. It's rigged. Okay, I got it. But you know what, though? Go out there and fight nevertheless. That's oh, yeah. Right. And make them, like, make, change the narrative. Oh, right. I like that. Yes. I like that. Put God sakes. Quill in your hand. Oh, my Rewrite. God. Rewrite God, just Thomas Jefferson. Wow. He's like a Thomas Jefferson. Yes. You know, we, we got Delta Monarchy, but you know what the hell? We're going to make a republic. <laughs> we're going to go to Virginia, and we're going to go to Maryland. We're going to... <laughs> okay. That was our 10% Howard Dean, folks. We had to get it in there. Holden, thank you so much thank for you being in the Red Room. Thank you for going out there, playing for King & Hall. Of thank course. you for going out there and playing your club sport, you know, because... It is going to bring us the glory that we want here at Stead's. Stead's freshman will be back. Oh, oh you much. can bet on that one. And I'm putting money that yeah, I don't have on it. <laughs> Holden, it's been a pleasure. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Nate, don't you like that, Holden? I sure do, Father. And, and Stead's really seems to love uh, its Virginians. It does. It really does. I mean, mm-hmm. he brings a certain, I don't know, a je ne sais quoi That's right. mm-hmm. to the hall. Yeah. You and, and both, I guess. Yes, yes. Down south. Yes. Anyway, well, I learned a lot. Yeah. But I'm lo- really looking forward to our next guest. Me too. And our next guest uh, is someone who uh, makes the mail happen here at, at Stead's. And we have none other than Anthony Kafel from Philadelphia here with us. Anthony, welcome to the Red Room. Thank you, Father. It's an honor. Oh, the honor is all ours. Absolutely. Oh, it's honor is all ours. I tell you, you know, Anthony, what are you doing for Stead's these days as mailman? What does that mean? Well, I'm in charge of all the mail and packages that come in and out of the dorm on a daily basis. 
Um, and I'm the guy who brings your mail to your door. Mm. Wow. Oh, well, Pitiful. I get mailed to my door. Nate, <laughs> <laughs> you, you get it. You get delivered to your box. That's right. I sure do. Yeah. Well, thanks to Anthony. Yeah. Well, yes. Well, I got to ask, well, Anthony, how did you get the job? Remind me. How did uh, you get to be the hall mailman? Last year during a hall council, uh, former president Peter Nichols, mm. also a former mailman. Oh, yes. Oh, isn't that amazing? Mailman to president. That's, yeah. The American he, dream. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes. He moved up the chain quickly. Yeah. Um, but he said that the job would be open next year as he was living off campus. And so I went and talked to him about it, and he told me to talk to you. Wow. Okay. Oh, I see. You know, it's, it's kind of like, you know, uh, Andrew says to Peter, Peter, I found the Messiah. Uh, so then, so then he went to John, and then John took exactly. Peter and Andrew to Jesus the Messiah. I love that. <laughs> and Jesus made Andrew mailman. I think I think it's something like yeah. that. And so, uh, so ironic. Today's Andrew's day. Yeah. Saint Andrew's oh, well, day. Well, there we go. Oh, like oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> now, Anthony, in the TV show Seinfeld, I don't know if you're familiar, but uh, Newman, the mailman, he tells Jerry, "He who controls the mail controls lives." Mm. Do you ever get that rush of power like that? You know, working in the Stead's mailroom. I mean, do you have a mailroom here at Stead's first? We do have a mailroom. It's about uh, the size of your average bathroom stall right Ooh. on the first floor. Oh, wow. Roomy. That roomy. Oh, yeah. Wow. wow. Um, and so, yeah, that's where it's connected to all of the mailboxes. So uh, that's where the mailroom is. Um, but I wouldn't say I get a rush of power necessarily. Hmm. I'm surprised with an office that large. You, yeah. know, you kind of feel like you're the CEO yeah. of a well, who will get their mail today? You? Exactly. No. Oh, I don't think so. Yeah. You got the last pizza pizza at <laughs> this right. dining hall. No. Uh, I don't you got the last so. bit of Froyo. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. You uh, stole that raisin canes from me at the game watch in the flounge. Yes. Oh, sorry. Mm -hmm. I will say I do make an effort uh, to try and deliver mail to the ARs and RAs rooms themselves mm. rather than just putting it in the really boxes. He really does. I'm always stunned because uh, I'll check my mailbox. It's always empty, and I wonder why. And it's because it's waiting for me at my door. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, I knew enough. I liked Anthony. We don't pay him enough. Oh, my gosh. I like Philadelphia even That's more right. than I did now. <laughs> It's a great city. Oh right? my gosh. Oh my god. Oh wow. Yeah, well, it's that talk wow. about brotherly love. Yes, That's right. Brotherly That's love. brotherly love. Yes. Folks, you heard it first. Brotherly love is getting your mail delivered <laughs> to your door. Wow. Oh. Wow, wow, wow. Now I, I, I gotta ask, you know, you were saying like, you know, you know, you don't get that rush, but that mailroom, where is that mailroom? Uh, it's right on the first floor when you walk in. Um, the door where I enter is connected to the first floor lounge. Oh. And the mailboxes are right next to the elevator. So I see. So it all comes there, and then you work your magic. And then people, while they're going to catch the elevator, they can stop and get their mail? Yeah, it's exactly. pretty convenient. Yeah, huh? It's like the heart of the dorm, you know? Yeah. Pumping mm. the, the, the blood, the lifeblood. Yes, the, 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 it's the correspondences. That's right. <laughs> and the, the weeklies and the serials. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> the telegrams and the aerograms. I'm, I'm curious to know, Anthony... What was your training like? You know, did you have to pass a rigorous background check with Homeland? I mean, what do you have to do to, to, to be here the mailman? Well, of course, I was vetted by the CIA and the FBI <laughs> naturally. Uh, first, naturally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not, not really. But they had me do a, a background check. Um, normally, it's done on campus. But because I was given the job over the summer, I had to go to some place where they did a background check. And then I had to fax all of the information over to the... Facts. To hear, yeah. Oh, it was a really gosh. complicated process. Wow. They needed like my driver's license, my social security, all that stuff. Just to Blood put, type. Yeah, all that mm -hmm. stuff, exactly. of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. credit Voting card history. number. 
yeah, mm-hmm. credit card numbers, all those details. <laughs> um, and then I had to send it all over uh, over the summer before I could start working. And all I'm really doing is just moving paper and packages. So, mm. but yeah, it was a lot for just being a mailman. Wow. Now, notice how he said I had to go to some place sometime over the summer. Did, I wonder, did they put a bag over his head or something? Yeah, did you, did you, there? Would you go to like a tropical place? Yeah, was it Guantanamo? Like, or, yeah, I, I think know, I've heard of that place. Abu Ghraib. <laughs> Both resort vacation <laughs> homes, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, it sounds great. Doesn't sound like, doesn't sound like uh, Martha's Vineyard. No, no, maybe not. <laughs> I will be honest. Return I, to sender. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I can disclose the place if you'd like to know where it oh, is. Oh, no, 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 okay. no. We don't We don't want to get involved. Yeah, okay. please. We, okay. yeah. I don't want to see off the grid because it's <laughs> no, getting too hot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we Okay, it, just uh, yeah. Don't don't ask, don't us. tell. Yeah, yeah. please. Yeah. Uh, now, Anthony, I know that every job has an unpleasant side, and uh, you know. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I gotta ask. Uh, what's the unpleasant side of being an assistant rector, Nate? I don't know if I want to go in the air saying that, Father. Uh, and I'll leave it for you to decide if that's because there is no unpleasant side, or if it's. Uh, I just don't want to hurt. Well, so, well, I think sometimes silence is golden. That's right, and it is in this case. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, like I was saying. Uh, what's the unpleasant side of being the hall mailman? It can't be angry dogs. <laughs> certainly, certainly not angry dogs. Mm. But um, I'll be honest. Before I say anything, I do love being the mailman. Mm, love getting to know everyone. We love you. Good. We no, love you, so mailman. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Yeah. I will say the one thing that uh, is a little annoying is that because I'm the mailman, everyone thinks that I have information and knowledge about every single mail service that there is. So, I, I mean, I only work with the mail that comes through USPS, the United States Postal Service. But I'll have my roommate who every week orders an Amazon package and then asks me when it's coming and why it's not here, <laughs> as if I work for Amazon or UPS. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's always fun. I get about 30 of those questions a week. Oh, wow. Um, and I tell them that I don't work for FedEx, so I have no idea. you got to remind them, I'm the mailman, <laughs> not the mail czar. Yeah, well, yeah. At all. But, you know, don't miss out on a golden opportunity here. You know, yeah, if if someone was asking me that, I'd say, oh, yeah, it's down there in Paducah, Kentucky. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? It's got an update. It's in uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. That's right. It's at the uh, <laughs> you know, McKeon household. It's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, in Wisconsin. Yeah, you know? yeah. oh, oh, by the way, I, I got it right here in my, in my pocket. Oh, here you wow. go. Yeah. You know, you got to play around with it. Exactly. Use that to your advantage. Oh, just notification. It was dropped at the back door of North Dining Hall. Oh, you might want to go check. And ran over by a lorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. Now, there's got to be some other things like you know, I I I think probably like people having their mail go to their old room and not their new room because mm-hmm. they moved. Oh yeah, that happens all the time. I've I've been doing so much mail though that as soon as I don't even look at the room numbers anymore, I just look at the name and I know what room they're in now. Oh, I pretty much have memorized. He's got this Whoa. down. Wow, yeah. it's better than the system. Yeah, I mean, I, I you could probably name most people in the dorm, and I could at least tell you what hallway they're in. I don't know, maybe a room or not. Oh my but. gosh, oh, wow. he's our deep I blue here. Yeah, exactly. he's our deep blue folks. <laughs> the hall mailman. He knows where you live. Oh my gosh, and he's checking. He doesn't need to check it yeah, twice. No. He knows. <laughs> He's better than Santa. That's right. Oh, my. Well, you know, I'm not sure if you know this, Nate, but we're experiencing a bit of a mail crisis here at Steads. And across campus, as a matter of fact. You're kidding. No, I'm not kidding. Oh, boy. It's true. Now, it has to deal with the purchasing of items online. Mm. Now, folks, I'm not joking here. You know, you see some sites don't accept campus email addresses here. So, like, for example... You know, if I lived, well, I, I live in room 109 here instead. Of course. But sometimes I couldn't put 109 as the delivery option. Right. I'd have to put 
100 St. Ed's. Well, hang on. there. We don't have a 100 St. Ed's. Yeah, so we don't. You're right. So what happens is is they, they don't come to my room. It all goes and gets dumped outside the mail room. Hmm. And, the, and, and, and and anyone can take these packages. So it's, it's kind of like, a free-for-all. It could be a free-for-all. You know, like, you know what? I don't know. I'm, I'm going to play, uh, you know, package roulette. I'm going to like, yeah, I'm going to pick this one up. <laughs> You know, so I guess I guess uh, you know I'm not afraid of a ricin attack. No, clearly not. You know because you're no because I'll 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 still get my packages. Mm-hmm. You know um, because you know uh, they come. We'll still cut that baby open. Yeah, yeah we'll <laughs> cut it open. But I have to ask, uh, Kafel, what are you doing to bring this crisis to an end? Can you do anything? I've been trying my best, Father. Uh, every every day when I'm heading to class, you know, I see that Amazon guy walk in and just dump those packages right outside the mailroom. It's a real mail security problem. Yeah, um, that's a great term for it. Uh, mm-hmm. I have been working with hall staff um, and sending pictures of packages that should be delivered to the rooms uh, to the right authorities, and hopefully they're contacting the guys at Amazon and the other couriers to fix it. But there mm-hmm. hasn't been much progress. It's gotten a little better, um, but it hasn't totally been fixed yet. I think it all comes down to the, the deliverer. Yeah. who's got to deliver so many packages in a certain amount of time that he says, well, there's a whole batch here. I'll just throw it in here, and they won't know the difference. But I know you, Anthony, because you send me a picture of the of the mailing label, and then I pass that on to housing, who then f- lodges a formal complaint against that driver. Wow. Uh, yeah, so because really you, you know what? Hey, home. do your job. Yes, yeah. Do your job. Don't make Anthony work any harder than he has to. He's working hard enough. He's <laughs> he works too hard for this. He works, you know, seven yeah. days a week and three times on Sunday. Exactly. Delivering you know, the mail. Yeah, if these other courier, couriers cared as much as Anthony, yeah. we wouldn't be having this problem. Exactly. You know what? Just do your job. That's it. Plain and simple. You know what? It's called life. And yeah. I know work is a four-letter word. Mm. But folks, do it. And do it well. And so is love. Yes. Yes. Well, <laughs> I, you know what? I, you might have a second career at Hallmark. Yeah. I think you could write a few good cards. Oh, I think I could too. It's all the Hallmark Christmas movies I've been watching, Father. Or I, 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 you know. I thought it was Lifetime. Oh, it's both. You know, you just kind of flip through them all. You're a big Judith Light fan, I know. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And Jacqueline Smith at Kmart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know. Sensible shoes? I don't discriminate. <laughs> now, Anthony, i got to ask, you know, the big news on campus is we have to say goodbye to BK, and I'm not talking Burger King. Oh, Burger King's not going anywhere. No. It's already gone. <laughs> That's right, folks. We no longer have Burger King at La Fortune. It went out. They were replaced by Smashburger, a healthier option. But we want to get back. What is the news? What news can you deliver on BK leaving Notre Dame? Uh, yeah, last night uh, I was sitting up on the fourth floor with my roommates and my friends. We were on the Sky Lounge. And all of a sudden, our phones start start blowing up, saying that Brian Kelly just agreed to go to LSU mm. for one of the biggest college football coach contracts. Yeah, Louisiana. Um, uh, yeah, Louisiana. Yeah. Maybe that's why he went. Maybe. I hear it's better down there. You know, he had just got it on Lincoln Way. He didn't have to go to Louisiana. Yeah, it's not far. <laughs> it's true. Um, I know that a lot of the students are worried about losing, you know, committed players and guys entering the transfer portal. It's a uh, it's, it's nerve-wracking, to say the least. We need to find out who our next head coach is going to be soon. Well, you know what? I, I would say, look, look, folks. You, I wouldn't worry. I have every confidence that Notre Dame will continue on in a great fashion as it has always done. 
Amen. And you have to have confidence in the machine called Notre Dame. Yeah. And Notre Dame is bigger than any one person. And that includes any coach. That's right. And I think there's something greater working at Notre Dame to see it succeed. And I really do mean that. And you can put that in the bank. And oh, you can uh, yeah. you can bet the family farm. You can put the mortgage steads, you know, the puppy farm all on it. And I have no qualms, whatever. I think this is a great Christmas gift. That's right. That has come early. Mm-hmm. Because, and, and I'm not going to shy away from this. I've never been a fan of Brian Kelly. Um, and um, and I'm, I feel vindicated now. And I know that we're going to find the best coach. And we're going to take good players. And we're going to make them better players. Because you know why? Because we want to see him play in the NFL. We had a kid here at, in order, at Steads. And I said, I said, do you do you want to do you want to be an NFL player? He goes, I, yeah, sure. I, he says, yeah, I do. I said, well, then we need to help you get studying because you got to right. do better in school. Because <laughs> I want you to play in the NFL because I want free tickets <laughs> to whatever right. team you're playing in the about. NFL. <laughs> and I tell you, you go back, you tell people in the fourth floor lounge, you deliver it in their mailboxes, you shut it from the rooftops, whatever you're doing, mailman, mm-hmm. and you tell them, you know what, all will be well. Here, here, you got me yes. ready to run through that awesome. wall, Father. Well, also too, I also put my name in the ring too. I told Father John, I exactly. Was I was, you know, you know I, we just we just came off that big win, you know. Had, yeah, I was Fa- gonna wonder. Father, I don't know if you heard, but betting odds in Vegas say you're plus fifteen hundred to be the next coach of the football team. Mm, wow, wow, wow. A little yeah. steep, if you ask me. I think well, he's what you're, you're second in line, probably. You know, you know, throw you, that cowboy hat in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Now, let me ask, what do you think? makes not just for a good mailman mm-hmm. but for a great mailman mm-hmm. in a residence hall specifically steads that's right you know you know father that's a that's a real tough question i'm gonna have to say that but if i had to say the qualities that make a good mailman especially at a place like steads is understanding the culture you know you know that you can trust the guys here so if i go to deliver a package to a friend um, and he's not there. I know his roommate is going to take good care of that package until his friend gets back from class or wherever he is. Um, and it's that trust that makes Stead such a good place and makes being a mailman really easy. Well, you know, I, I would almost, I, I'm sorry to interrupt here, Nate. I know that you're going to no, say something. But you know what please. I want to say? I think it also has something to do with him being from Philly. I think so, too. Father. You know, I don't know. There's you just, you know, I, I'm from the, on the Great Plains. And, you know, mm-hmm. we seem to be kind of more sedate and mild-mannered. Yeah, yeah, and I would kind of, like, notice people's tendencies. And let me tell you, you know, Anthony Cafel here, our mailman, you know what? When he does something, he's going to see it done right all the way That's through. That's right. And Until when there's a problem, and I think it has something to do with being Philly. I mean, he's just like that that dog that just won't, you know, ease exactly. up. You know, he just keeps, Until the problem keeps charging, solved, you know. Boom, exactly boom, stop. boom. Yeah. They do say in Philadelphia, hungry dogs run faster. Oh, Whoa. my gosh. Oh, my. All that right. was great. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to thank you for delivering my mail to my room. And and I would like to thank you as well for delivering my mail and delivering us a great podcast session. Yes, but moreover, thank you for being here in the Red Room. That's right. It's great. It's an honor to be here, honestly. I love the podcast. I spent uh, my drive here on Sunday listening to a couple episodes. So we're flat. That's great. Well, I'm glad, you know, I'm glad that you came because you delivered. <laughs> nice <Amen. laughs> Thank you, Anthony. Don't you love that, Anthony? Talk about signed, sealed, and delivered, Father. I do. Well, there's no return to sender on that day. <laughs> Amen. Yes. Well, I think it's time for a little good news and weather with Henry Brookstrom. Henry, hey. welcome. Hey, welcome, Henry. Hey, happy to be here. Hey, hey. <laughs> How you doing? 
I'm doing great. How about you? Are you really? I am yeah, doing great. great. Yeah, he's got a big smile. Yeah. On. yeah, yeah. Folks, you can't see it, but he's beaming. You know yes, I, I think maybe it might be because he's wearing that Pascarilla yeah. vest. Huh. Oh, you got me, Father. Sweatshirt. Yeah. yeah. Are you trying to see you're off the market? Well, yeah. You know, I got this gift from my girlfriend, and uh, I guess I got to wear it today. So. Mm. Well, you wear it well. Sorry, all to all of our female listeners out there. That's right. <laughs> he's spoken for. Yeah, it. he is. That's that's. I guess bad news for good news. Mm, that's right. But anyway, tell us some good news. Well, my first good news is that Advent has started. Mm, okay. We had a nice candlelit mass this past right. Sunday. It was uh, it was lovely. The Christmas spirit is upon us. Absolutely. All. It's it's an anticipation. Mass. We're in Advent. We're in oh, anticipation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anticipating the Christmas. <laughs> you know, what I really wish is that you know people would remember the Christmas season actually extends two weeks beyond Christmas. And that's when people should years? No, past Christmas. No, which which does go beyond. Yeah, go, oh, it goes to the Epiphany, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Christmas yeah. season is much longer, but, but you know what? The season of greed has got us, so it's all fine. <laughs> yeah. and then, like, so when we need January, when we need some loving, mm-hmm. we've shut off the love because oh, Christmas. Yeah, sorry. The, but anyway, I'm sorry. The I'm the lone man in the desert no, crying I, out. It's an early January birthday. I agree, Father. Let's give a little more you oh, know, attention to that always. time. Folks, uh, speaking of greed. That was wow. a drop. That was a drop. <laughs> <laughs> When's your birthday? January 6th. Well, great. I'll be gone. Oh, so, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Everyone's invited to the party. Mm. <laughs> it's not happening. Yeah. Here, that is. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we interrupted you. Well, just the continuation, my next bit of good news is that the Christmas spirit has swept across campus. I don't know if you guys have seen, but there's decorations in the dining halls. A mm. bunch of trees around campus have been mm. lit up. Mm. It's just a joyous time to be at Notre Dame. Well, yes, it is. You I know, agree. and... I don't think we ever got our our Christmas decorations up to date, did they? No, not yet. But they'll be up. Yeah, we're able to put sure. some wreaths up. But, I oh. saw some wreaths sitting up, but we're just you know we're like the grand finale of campus decorations. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. ours will be up, and then it will officially be the Christmas season. Exactly. They wait on us. Mm. Now the biggest good news of the week. I'm sure you guys would love to discuss this. Oh mm. yes, the return of. The Boom Boom Salad? Or That's right. Boom Boom Chicken Salad is back. Close. Brian Kelly is gone. Oh, oh wow. So the next best thing after yeah. Boom Boom Chicken Salad. Well, actually, exactly. actually, no, I got my Christmas wish early. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Man, Fantastic. good riddance. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. we like to, I like to pride ourselves as a Catholic university. I know you do, Father, and I don't think I want greed here. So. No, no, no. Take your greed somewhere else, man. Yeah. Do you know, I love Lou Holtz. Lou Holtz has dedicated our chapel. And God bless his wife, um, she spoke and she made me cry. She was such a great speaker. But today, Lou Holtz made me cry when he was being interviewed by, is it, is it Mark May? Oh, uh, well, they used to, yeah, they always, okay. yeah. So anyway, so Mark May, is that not the other guy? He's, he's the other guy he always had yeah. a relationship on TV. With and so, so he was asking Coach about you know, Brian Kelly, and, and Lou says, hey, you know what? You know the one thing I didn't like about, about Coach Kelly? And May goes, what? And Lou responds, he never talked about how great 
Notre Dame is. Mm. It's here, a great here. place. Mm. It changes lives. It's a great university. People leave here every day. I said, things. Oh my gosh, it melted my heart. That's, That's fantastic. So right. Yeah. So right. So what's the vibe on the street with the kids? Well, you know, I think people were shocked. I think people are a little mad because he's leaving the team out to dust when there's still games to be played. Yeah. Um, and especially mad that he's trying to take some other people on the coaching staff too. Um, mm. Personally, I think it's really scummy because you're just leaving these seniors. Uh, off to dry, out, out to dry, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I just feel really bad for the team. Um, the freshmen and the people that have still have years to go, I get that that sucks that he recruited them, but at the same time, like, they can figure it out. They'll be fine. Um, I feel bad for the seniors. Notre Dame has never been dependent upon one person. Well, except right. Father Shore. Father Shore, right. it was. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. If you're not Father Shore, Notre Dame is not dependent upon you. <laughs> and, and we will continue to push on and do better and better ever before and I'm sure we're going to find a great coach who will help our kids not regress as quarterbacks that's but right. progress <laughs> yes we will find a coach of yes. development yes. that's right we will now uh, the other thing too is I heard a rumor that there's going to be a new coach and the new coach is going to be Ted Lasso oh, no kidding oh, right. well, get him back on the back with his original story you know? yeah, yeah wow something worth watching that is <laughs> but uh, any thoughts about who our coach might be um, I have a rumor on the streets that it's going to be Marcus Freeman that's mm-hmm. what I've heard. Uh, wouldn't be mad about that. I'm um, all for it, yeah. There's a hashtag going around right now that says hashtag pay Tommy Reese. A couple of Notre, oh, Dame, mm-hmm. couple of Notre Dame quarterbacks have tweeted that out So because mm-hmm. he's apparently deciding between LSU and Notre Dame right now. And so uh, Notre Dame needs to step up to the table and give him a little bit of well, Give know, a 29 year old. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I want to put that much cash in his hands. That's yeah. right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> his bone tips rule air. Good time to roll. But I, uh, I, I don't think I think no dice on that one. But yeah, you know, Father Soren was twenty six, and uh, he's a special guy. I think Soren could do it, but Tommy, you gotta, uh, you gotta, you gotta, got a little more time in the house to grow a bit more. Yeah, put yeah. him in the oven again. Mm-hmm. You know, Moldex will be out later. Yeah. 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 So we'll see. Okay. Any other good news? Final piece of good news. Whoa. Um, this is today mm. is the twenty four year anniversary of Kenny G breaking the record for longest held note on a saxophone. Oh my gosh. 24, wow. year, 24 years ago today, Kenny wow. G held a saxophone note for 45 minutes. No. 45 minutes? 45 minutes. 45 minutes. How did he do it? I, I don't know. I looked up a video. I tried to see if there was a video. And there's a video of him in Las Vegas at a casino holding one for four minutes. And he's just walking around the crowd giving people high fives the whole time. This makes me think he he could hold it for longer than forty five minutes. He just got bored. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I you just, know, what's the difference between forty five and forty six at that point? Yeah, you're already I, I in don't know. Herculean territory. You're, you're in the Guinness Book of Worlds, you know, records there. You know, who yeah. cares? But yeah, I, I thought wow. that was worth commemorating. Wow. That is good. That is. Yeah, yeah. that's big news. Our December first. Yeah, this could be the year he shatters. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, maybe we could get him to come. And do a concert to welcome our new coach. Oh, that could be nice. Yeah. Maybe you can be the show at, on Yacht Dance. That's right. Well, you know what? Henry, don't give me ideas. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, what about some weather? Yes. So right now we're actually in a little bit of a mini winter heat wave. It's Ooh, been yeah. in the 40s, you know, mid-40s, low 40s, and uh, it's been raining a little bit recently. So I uh, hope that doesn't stick around too long. It's kind of gross out. But... <laughs> We'll see. Yeah, well, I think we might get some snow. I think I heard some snow. Oh, there we go. Start of next week. Interesting. Yeah, oh, well, so it's it snow. Snows? Mm, uh, I, guess. I don't know. Snow oh. in December brings January 
Sadness. Uh, Sadness. Sadness. Well, well, you know what I always say? Let it snow because you want to cover up the dead grass. Exactly. That's, that's true. I mean, you just do. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's green right now, but folks, it's turning brown. Campus <laughs> wears that white blanket awfully well. Mm-hmm. I gotta say. It's a great photo opportunity. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Henry, thank you for that good news and weather with Henry Bergstrom. Thank you. Thank you. Nate, it's that time of the show again. Oh, it always sneaks up on us like Doesn't this. Doesn't it? Well, you know, we had a great show today. We had a really great, great, great show. <laughs> Huge thanks to, uh, to all of our guests and all of our listeners. And enormous thanks to you, Father, once oh, again. Putting on a great show. Always making me blush in the red room. Making it redder <laughs> than it already Matching is. Matching the walls. I want to say thank you to, again, also our, our guests today, but also to our listeners. Um, and uh, thank you, Nate, for oh. uh, always being around, you know, to it's tape on. and... You know, I'm just always surprised. You know, surprised. You always say yes, and and I didn't say that enough at Thanksgiving. Oh, so I want to say it now. Now, now you got me blushing, brother. Oh, well, the room is really red now. <laughs> but folks, if you like these stories, the good news is that we got more stories to share, and keep on listening. I'm Father Ralph with my co-host Nate McKeon, and you've been in the red room.